0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files. I am your host human potato of comedy, Jeff Paul. Uh, My guest today is an actress, a sketch performer, the vice president of Yuck Yucks Comedy Clubs, and... Probably the only person who's listened to every episode besides myself because she has to. She's also my publicist, my manager, and my fiance. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Valentine's Day and we're talking with Kira Williams. Hello, Kira.
1: How are you? Hi, Jeff. So nice to be here. Isn't Thank this great? You. This, is, this is
0: where I go every week. Babe. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm up to. Uh, just living in somebody else's bedroom yeah, for now. Yeah, just in the Never Sleeps Network studio here and uh, just take a nap. App if you want I maybe might Once, uh, once Alex uh, shuts that door Me and you could fuck Live on the podcast It is
1: Valentine's Day It is
0: It is This isn't coming out Until two weeks from now So the, you know Maybe it'll spark A little Valentine's Day Back in people's lives It'll
1: relive Yeah It'll relive
0: Like remember two weeks ago Hon when it was Valentine's Day Where's that blow job You promised <laughs> me <laughs>
1: I'm so glad nobody listens to this.
0: <laughs> I'm sending this to all your relatives afterwards. We're going to we're going to cut you deep today, Kira. We're going right. to open you right up. We're going to find out what happened behind the scenes on that episode of Blue Murder you did on Global TV back in the day.
1: Oh, someone's done their homework.
0: <laughs> I may have looked at your IMDb <laughs> 3 years ago when I was courting you.
1: Don't worry, nothing's been updated since then. Oh, so. no, the
0: acting career is uh, not what it used to be? No, not anymore. Or is it exactly what it used to be?
1: Actually, you're right. It is exactly <laughs> where I left it. it. Hasn't moved in the last five years, uh, last 10 years,
0: let's be honest. Uh, you went from acting, you got, you got founding member of the. Toronto-renowned sketch troupe, Shoeless?
1: I'm actually not a founding
0: member. Oh, shit! Yeah. (laughs) What what are we doing together? I I (laughs) always thought you were a founding member of that sketch troupe. This is why... I uh, pursued you.
1: No, I, I think w- really what it was is that once I joined, that's when shit started to happen okay, and become okay. real. They just needed a leader.
0: They need a leader? And yes. were you the leader? Of I, w- this sketch I was
1: the leader. And you ask any of them, they will tell you that. And what, well, what happened to it? Why did it all end? Some people got married. Some people had babies. Some people moved away to New York City. David Tishauer. Oh, my. Uh, and then we just There was 11 of us but, or, yeah, if And then 9 11 Or 9 What it, was it,
0: 11 it, or 9
1: It fluctuated If
0: you have more than 4 people in your sketch troupe And it lasts more than 4 years You're all losers Alright? Because if your lives Don't separate in that time Like If you had 11 Then it should have lasted About 3 months And people were like You know I got stuff to but do But that's That's what made it so
1: good <laughs> That's why we were so good Because we all We mesh so well together And all we 11 last. of you
0: Perfect chemistry
1: Yes We <laughs> liked All all of us liked each other. I don't have 11 friends. It's very bizarre. I don't
0: have 11 people I like. I think I have 11 friends, but I don't like four of them.
1: I don't even think you have 11 friends. Well,.
0: I'm very picky, all right. Yes, <laughs> uh, something you don't suffer from, obviously. <laughs> if anyone out there has ever seen pictures of us on the internet, um, you can tell I am far better looking. <laughs> indeed, <laughs> indeed. Uh, well, happy Valentine's Day! It's nice to have you here. We're gonna we're gonna ask you a few questions. Let the we we want our four listeners to know who exactly is
1: Jeff fucking this <laughs> podcast. <ends. laughs> well, now you're only going to have three listeners. Cause I probably won't listen to this episode. You're not going to listen to yourself. No, I'm not going to listen you're not to a myself. narcissist like that. God, how many selfies do I take?
0: Four. Probably in four. my life. Yes. Did you see me try and take a selfie before this thing? I don't know how that's done. And it wasn't very good. Well, I'm an idiot <laughs> and I, uh, I hate technology and I hate phones. I don't know. What are you going to do? But you love podcasts. I love podcasts, especially podcasts on Never Sleeps Network. All right. There's like six of them now. Alex? Alex knows. He's Mm -hmm. shaking his head over there.
1: You could have asked me. I knew that. You knew this? Yes. I always go
0: right to Baba Jewey over here. He's, he's the man in charge he knows how it's done
1: <laughs> it's not the first time you've called him baba jewy
0: no i think uh very first podcast oh. it was like you're my baba jewy
1: that's a nice <clears> little <throat> callback then yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: i think it's the first time i've said it on the podcast though so right i'm sh- no no okay good mm. have we gotten complaint letters alex tons tons of complaint <laughs> letters <laughs> have we got any? Let- does anyone care Tons. <laughs> tons, 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 um, guys. If you do listen to this podcast, I am, a po- I am sorry. Uh, if you're a regular listener, um, you 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 can do something better with your life for the hour I take up every week and a half. But not not this week. This is going to be a nice talk. We're going to get to know the vice president of Yuck Yuck's comedy, guys. Isn't this exciting? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. You ready to delve in there, hon? Let's jump right in there. Nice. So, how many guys have you fucked? <laughs>
1: <laughs> How long is this uh
0: I just got to ask the questions nobody else wants to ask, okay? And maybe they've been waiting a couple years to ask and they just need to know.
1: Um <laughs> uh, no, you uh to tell the folks where you were born? I was born in Richmond Hill, Ontario. I thought you were a Toronto girl. Afterwards. I am a Toronto girl. What were you doing up in Richmond Hill? Oh, just getting squeezed
0: out. Just getting squeezed out? hmm Nice, nice. But and uh, moved no. right back into the city? Oh,
1: yeah. Been here my whole life.
0: Nice. you find it weird you never left?
1: I do find it weird I never left.
0: I got culture, babe. I lived in London, Ontario, three years. It's hey. not the right kind of culture you want. <laughs> very white out there. That's, yeah. it's, it's white culture. I grew for up for
1: sure. in a very non-white neighborhood. Uh, in Toronto? Yeah. Well, it, it had a, quite a, a good mixture. So when I grew up there, I lived there for 20 years or something like that.
0: I saw my first black person at eight years old.
1: Yeah, that's terrifying <laughs> that, that it took that
0: long. I No, it was probably earlier that. We had uh, uh, the, the black population in my town of Niagara Lake uh, was uh, seasonal because they were all migrant workers that would come in from uh, from Jamaica for the summer and work on the farms. But other than that, I think we had one black guy in my school. There was always like... One black guy, but there was like five different ones. But there was never two at the same time. It was weird. Like one would move away, and then another would move to town. Like, is there some weird quota they're just
1: trying to fill? No, that's that's not right. Wait,
0: that's good. You grew up uh, multicultural.
1: Very and... multicultural. Nice, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably not hearing a lot of uh, the f words, the, uh, the the bad f word, growing up you either. Heard that a lot in the Lake. The bad
1: f word. Yeah, oh, the other f word. Yeah. F-word. Yeah. 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 The bad one. No, didn't hear that one at all. Because <laughs> no, again, know. I was. Very, <laughs> went to a very hippie school with different cultures and different people. I don't know. It just it was good. It was a good, it's good, yeah. Good,
0: yeah. You're exposed to all this stuff. Where uh, you wonder why I'm so messed up is because uh, we weren't exposed to anything in that. Like mm-hmm. it was just. Rich people and then us. That was Snagg on the Lake. Yeah. All white.
1: Well, when I moved to Jane and Bloor in my early 20s, I lasted about eight months and I had to get the hell out of there because it was too white. And it, cre- it creeped me out. Bluer West Village, very white. Yes. I didn't like it at all.
0: Nice. Used to have a lady friend lived down at uh, Jane and Bloor. We won't get into that. You
1: know, okay. I think you've already told me about her.
0: Yeah, she was all right. She <laughs> <laughs> probably listened, so I don't want to talk shit, you know? <laughs> So <gasps> all my exes listen, wonder what I'm up to.
1: <laughs> when they Google you late at night, this yeah. is what they come across. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So uh, what's mom? It's uh, mom and dad are together when you're born because I know they're not together now. They
1: were together when I was born for one year.
0: One year, and how old your brother Joel is? How he's how many he's years? Twenty old? months older than 20 me. Twenty months. So your parents had a good two years together.
1: Mm, they actually had a good ten years together, and, and then, then decided
0: uh, to have kids. Well,
1: yeah, <laughs> and that was the problem. Uh-huh. They shouldn't have. I see. So
0: well, sometimes uh, kids aren't the band aid they're supposed to be. Ex. No,
1: that's why we're not having them. This is where you tell me. <laughs> I didn't. want have to Have you make... been on the pill I... this entire time? <laughs> I didn't want to cause a scene. I <laughs> had to do it in a semi-public place.
0: All right. Well, that's mm. fine. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. I don't need kids. I don't actually. Uh, I, I I like that you don't want kids. I think that's uh, prior to the reason we're staying together. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if one of us—no,
1: that would be a big problem if yeah. one of us and was it's good uh, that dying.
0: We're both for kids. selfish pricks. Yes, we just want to focus on each other.
1: Oh, well, That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was so genuine.
1: It wasn't. <laughs> I guess what you said wasn't. So <laughs> no, it well, was. I it take was. it back. It
0: was very genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, when do uh, mom and dad split? When I was one. One years old. Yes.
1: This must have been hard on you. Oh, it was. I cried and <laughs> cried. <laughs> Yeah, no, they split right away.
0: Does Ma, the house you showed me that you guys grew up in up at, uh, what is that neighborhood there anyway? Dufferin and Caledonia,
1: Cal- or <laughs> I mean Eglinton and Caledonia.
0: Eglinton and Caledonia. Yeah. Is that where your parents lived there together? No,
1: no, 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 no. My dad never lived in the city. Well, not as a father.
0: Uh, so what about the year that they're still together?
1: That was in... uh a loretto i think it was oh
0: so you weren't
1: <laughs> i'm sorry ah, the one year it's starting to unwind already eh? <laughs> the one year of my life that i did loretto live. country girl I, yeah out, i don't eh? even know where that is <laughs>
0: <laughs> well good good you spent your first year of your life somewhere you don't know where it is yeah no idea you never went back? Your dad never showed you the childhood I did,
1: home? I did go dad back. He never showed you where it
0: all <laughs> fell apart? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that house was crazy. That was a big, huge... It was a country house. And it was quite haunted.
0: And uh, you know this from being one years old?
1: No, no. I know this because my dad lived there.
0: Oh, he stayed there? He
1: stayed there for a few years. Your mom yeah, comes she, into the city, yeah. buys a
0: house in the city? Yeah. And what's she doing to, uh, to pay a Toronto mortgage? Oh well,
1: this house was not uh, not much. I know. I'm still but um, still going to pay the bills. Oh you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It. W- she worked at York University. Doing what? She did a whole bunch of different things, but I think she started off as just like in administration. Yeah. Did you
0: go to York for free? Yes, I did. Ah, I you, went- did, you didn't really take advantage of that, did you? Or did you? Yes, did I did. You finish that? Yes, I finished it. I, I don't know. You said you went to university and then went to college. I yeah, you I'm very university. educated. Left university to go to college. No,
1: no, no. I quit college.
0: You quit college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should. Yeah. I, I went to community college. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a great place if you want to learn how to be a landscaper.
1: Well, I went to university, have a university degree and half of a college diploma. You should and I was I up a bartender. in our bedroom. I don't even know where they are.
0: Just something I can look at while I'm banging a doggy style, eh? <laughs> like, she's educated. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll put yours right beside Just,
0: it. All I'm taking is my, my, uh, my last wife had a, had a diploma in police foundations. <laughs> well, I, I can beat that. Oh, you've already beaten her in several <laughs> ways. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> But enough about her. I talk about her enough at home.
1: Um, (laughs) He does.
0: (laughs) Well, if you could just measure up to her, okay? (laughs) So, Dad stays out in, uh, what what town did you say? Loretto. Loretto. And uh, how often are you guys getting shipped out there to see Dad?
1: Well, he didn't live there for very long. Then he moved to Barrie. And... I think we were going maybe once a month or once every two months. Oh yeah, yeah. He's
0: a, he's a real Father of the Year type. Eh? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I I gotta thank the man. <laughs> the daddy issues he caused in you led you to me. So <laughs> I uh, I got nothing but love for old Raj.
1: Yeah, well, Raj is great now, but
0: yeah, sometimes it takes dads a while to grow up.
1: It did. It really did.
0: My dad was uh, 24 when I was born. I was his third son. And if you're wondering uh, what you don't know how to do at 24 years old, it's uh, how to be a parent. Mm -hmm. So I got to uh, watch my dad grow up as I grew up and uh, took him to at least after 40 to be, uh, you know, nice enough to, like, it was started to be nice to be around him. Well,
1: that's why I, I decided not to be around my dad.
0: Yeah, that was your choice. How old were you when you said "see ya, dad"? Thirteen. Thirteen, and this is so you're going. You're only seeing him once a month, mm-hmm. maybe once every two months. Yeah, from when you're one until thirteen. Yeah, and that was enough to be like, "fuck this." Yes. He gets remarried though, doesn't he? And you have he got step- remarried.
1: You have a step-brother I have and- two step brothers. He got remarried when I was eleven or twelve. Oh, okay. I think. No, him him getting remarried or at least being with my stepmother was the best thing that could have happened to him back then.
0: But why do you decide at thirteen to stop talking to him? He's obviously still married with
1: Yeah, he was he was a dick. He was a drunk asshole. Okay. And I didn't want to be around that.
0: And so you just you have a whole new step family that you just cut ties with as well?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: What about uh your brother Joel? Does he uh
1: no, he Follow stopped. Follow suit? Yeah, he stopped seeing him too. I think I think Joel still talked to him, but I didn't talk to him at all for ten years. Ten fucking years.
0: Thirteen to twenty three? Yep. And when you start talking to him again, is his, uh your stepmom still alive then? Yeah, she was. Okay. Yeah. And she's welcoming you back? Or? Yeah.
1: She was she was a lovely lady.
0: I see. And you had no contact with her for the ten years? No. Man, Oh man. Mm-hmm. Daddy issues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, I never think of it as daddy issues because I feel like I just, I was away from that. So it didn't affect me, but yeah, I guess. And you just
0: made the choice to always stay away instead. So. Yeah.
1: me
0: yeah. see. And what uh, what brought you guys back together?
1: Uh, my grandparents were dying. Okay. And so he, he called my brother and I and just said, your grandparents are dying. And we're like, well, I guess we should Figure something out. I mean, we kept seeing our grandparents, but mm. we, not with him. Dude, w- what went.
0: did they think of uh, this excommunication?
1: I don't think they really cared because they just... Did they know Raj was an asshole too? Uh, probably. Yeah? Yeah. He's got only child syndrome, I think. Ah. But, I mean, they probably didn't care because my brother and I kept seeing them. So, that's all they wanted was to keep seeing their grandkids, which we did.
0: And Raj was born in Wales?
1: No, he was born in, in um, Liverpool.
0: Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, what was his relation with his parents, if he was an only child? It was fine. Yeah? they
1: were. Yeah, they were all good. They
0: all moved over together. Like, he moved over when he was a kid then?
1: Yeah, he moved over... I can't remember how old he was, but before he was 10, I think, he oh, moved okay. over here.
0: And yeah. uh, grandma and grandpa were always together until yeah. they died? They were. Wow, look at that. Strong roots, eh? (laughs) Except for your deadbeat dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, 23, you get back in to his good graces?
1: It took a while.
0: Yeah, like, is it? How is that? Well, it was
1: weird. It's like he didn't see me from, I was 13 the last time he saw me, and then he sees me as at twenty three, you this know, woman. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Um, but that's a huge difference, right? Like you do a lot of growing up in your teenage years. Did he do a lot of growing up though? Was he a better man after? His he was a much better man. Yeah,
0: I see. Yeah. You, was it one of those you
1: never really talked about it, or was it? Oh no, we never talked about. it, But we joke about it now. And... Yeah. No, I mean, he, I don't. I don't think he really wanted anything to do with his children at that time, but. <laughs> We joke about it now how kind of crappy he was as a dad.
0: I remember with my uh, my estranged brother, because you, you know the history of my brother. My brother comes, he comes in and out of talking to people like he has hissy fits and stops talking to people. So, back in like, I think in 98, he stopped talking to my dad for seven years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I remember at my wedding, I, I got them talking again because... Uh, I just went, hey, Jay, you remember dad, don't you? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, hey, dad. And then uh, and then when I was on my honeymoon, I um I called
1: home just to say hi. And my stepmom. That's weird. What? To call home on your honeymoon. Why? I don't know. It just is. Listen, you've never been on a honeymoon, okay? You don't get it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, just check in, okay? We're, things are going good. And uh, my stepmom's like, you'll never guess who's coming for dinner. And I couldn't. And it was my brother, Jason. I was like, holy shit. So I my next call i called him but i got his uh, i got his answering machine and all i did was sing i sang cats in the cradle into his answering <laughs>
1: machine <laughs> you love pulling out that song every now and oh, then oh it's a good one man it's a good <laughs> one
0: but i remember so it was my brother's first christmas back with my family in 7 years mm-hmm. and i tried to i told my dad he should buy him a gift for like Every year he was gone and have it labelled like I go, like the whatever movie won best picture right.
1: that year. <laughs> and did he?
0: He just looks at me and goes, You think everything's a fucking joke, don't
1: oh, you? and, and I was like, that, I, knew, I and do. That was the end of that again.
0: <laughs> oh well. Yeah, the uh, the old man doesn't like my uh my stupid sense of humor.
1: <laughs> Does anyone?
0: I hope you do. I do. Tell me you love
1: me. I love you. Let my listeners
0: know you love me. Babe, I love you. I hear that. That's so genuine. (laughs) Uh, uh, None of you have this.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think Tim Golden and his wife are probably quite happy together. Oh,
0: you got to throw in the Tim mention, Mm -hmm, eh?
1: mm -hmm, Every time.
0: Yeah. You uh, want to let Tim know how handsome you think he is? He is. I know. You fucking talk about it all the time. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah, oh, you've mentioned a couple times how handsome Tim oh, is. Oh, wow. I, I pick these things up, don't you worry. <laughs> but God forbid I mention your friend's tits, and then I'm the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what's okay. life like growing up uh single mom? Uh
1: um, she always
0: out working? She is like...
1: Yeah, she worked,
0: but... You and your brother's... Kind of picking up the slack on everything. And,
1: Not really. You know. She did. She did everything. She was probably the strongest woman I've ever met.
0: Did she have a, Was there a string of boyfriends that came? No. Came away? She. Uh,
1: she. She lived um, a solitary life for the most part. She had a couple of boyfriends. I remember some random guys, but nothing that really stuck around until. Until Craig. Oh, your stepdad, Craig. Oh, not my stepdad, my mother's <laughs> husband. Be nice. He listens. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope he does, too.
0: Mm-hmm. I I don't think uh, your mom listens because Craig won't give her the Wi Fi password. Oh, Oh, that's awful. I've never seen a man hold his Wi Fi password so close to his heart. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Well, now I have the 10 gigs. Don't need it.
0: Okay. Don't need it. Don't worry. Don't worry, Craig. I'll check my Instagram on my data over here (laughs) while I feign interest in this story.
1: (laughs) That's terrible. I'm
0: kidding. Oh um I, I actually get along uh, quite well with craig good uh get along good with roger too
1: i know you and roger are like two peas in a pod
0: yeah i know i i, I wish i had a child i could abandon someday
1: <laughs> <laughs> you maybe already have
0: I, I probably have i i don't answer my phone on mother's day anymore or father's <laughs> day. father's day, day. shit <laughs> Well, she could call on Mother's Day too, and guess what I'm doing today? That's true. <laughs> Taking our son to McDonald's. <laughs> That's Dad's job.
1: Oh God.
0: <laughs> so, life's good. Where I, we, I guess you're a uh, middle class.
1: No, not even lower. Lower middle class. Yeah. yeah.
0: Poor little pretty girl, eh? Sure. <laughs> um, no by, religion.
1: Byway special. Yeah, that's what I was. Nice. Yeah.
0: No religion. No obviously. religion. No. Nope. Uh, I've never seen anything religious in any of your family. Just...
1: No, my mom was born Catholic and raised Catholic. Oh,
0: she's an Italian from Niagara Falls. Yeah,
1: so. but then she once she moved to Toronto, she was like, "Screw this." So. She raised my brother and I without any religion, and we're the only people in our family that have not been baptized.
0: Oh, I guess you're just going to rot in purgatory with all the other unbaptized babies. Yeah, we're going to have a blast. (laughs) Purgatory's going to be a fucking jam. (laughs) See, purgatory's good because it's the... Badass people, but not like evil people. Exactly. You know? people just gotta sit, sit around for a couple hundred years and just
1: just want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But they're not gonna do anything too fucking crazy. No, you know? they're not fucking kids or killing people. Yeah, they're just uh, I don't know, maybe shitty to animals.
1: <gasps> <gasps> no.
0: Uh, let's get into this. You okay. uh, you became a vegetarian yes. at the age of twelve. Yes, that's a bold decision for a young girl. It was, and it was all about the animals. It was.
1: I didn't like. Seeing animals get hurt. You don't have
0: to see that. Well, they just show up at the it grocery is there. store. No,
1: I remember seeing stuff like, you know, there was always news reports about how awful KFC is to oh, chickens. And, and I just got, you know.
0: You didn't want to grow up and go to Bovine University? <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're going to marry a carrot.
0: Yeah, I am going to marry a yes.
1: carrot. <laughs> well, so, what? yeah. So, at 12, I decided I wasn't going to eat animals anymore. And my mom was just like. I'm not cooking two dinners. (laughs) So I just ate vegetables. Really? Yeah. What did did your brother think of this? No, he didn't give a shit. Whatever. And you've never had a steak before. I've never had a steak. See? (sighs) Lower middle class. We couldn't afford steak. Oh,
0: we were lower... I don't know. I guess we're lower middle class. It seemed like that growing up. Yeah. I think if steaks came, they they were always blade steaks. You don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. It's not good. I'll tell you that. But they're like, they're the size of your head, but it's just like chewing leather. No, thanks. Need a nice little, uh, nice little T-bone, eh? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Big rib steak. We'll get one, India. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I think we have a nice, little, uh, a, week, a nice little flow of how we do our dinners with my mm-hmm. um, uh, my meat-eating habits. Mm-hmm. I like meat. You don't <laughs> seem to mind I like meat, which is good. Because uh, once you went vegan, you didn't turn into a complete cunt like every other vegan in no,
1: the world. No, I didn't. Which is
0: good, because uh, most vegans like to impose their veganism onto you. Yeah. Um, but you're pretty much like, I don't give a fuck what you do, man.
1: Well, I, I care, but I'm not going to pressure you into it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. You're welcome. Because listen, if it comes down to me, you or steak, I'm taking the steak.
1: <laughs> At least I know my place. But, but you eat, you eat beer. There's <laughs> steak,
0: and then there's whiskey, and then there's you right here. I'm below whiskey. I'm am really starting to like whiskey a lot. Am I above
1: chicken wings? Oh shit! Chicken yeah, wings see? are above the whiskey. Steak.
0: <gasps> really? Oh, I take wing. I. I think wings are probably my favorite food.
1: I would have guessed that, but I'm kind of surprised. But yeah, that. i
0: do like a nice big fat steak. Yeah. But I don't know. I've been eating a lot well, healthier Beb,
1: a It's it's marble and then...
0: Marble's the cat, everyone.
1: <laughs> and then maybe marble again. Oh, double marble? Yeah. And, and then, then we'll probably put you somewhere in there. Maybe some wine.
0: Whatever, man. I'll kill that cat in a second. I would never, I would never mm. I saw your eyes go crazy. Mm-hmm. There. I would never hurt Marble. <laughs> Me and Marble are buddies. Yeah. He likes to lick my beard when I get out of the shower. <laughs> very weird.
1: At least it's just your beard he's licking.
0: Well, until you come into the room. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing's ever happened. <laughs> you a good student? You gotta be a good student. No. Eh? No, you weren't? All. No, not at all. Oh well, why 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 would you have to be if mom works at a university you're getting in anyway. Well, I didn't
1: know I was getting in. No, you have to get in. Oh, you really? don't just they don't just open the doors. They I just, should. Well, no, they just don't. You don't have to pay for tuition. That's nice. Eh? Yeah, that's why I went there. <laughs> <laughs> I got into university. I just wasn't a good student. I was I was never a good student. Not
0: even as a kid. No, not at all. What'd you do? Uh, what were you getting in, yourself into trouble as a kid doing?
1: Uh, you were a
0: jock, weren't you? You played rugby.
1: That was yeah. That was in high school. I started playing rugby, yeah. but I was more like a not really a bully, but I was just I don't know. I've always kind of been aggressive, I guess. And I was tall, taller always than everyone. Tall. Or was there a
0: growth spurt?
1: Uh, I went from five foot seven. The shortest I ever remember being is five foot seven, and that was in grade seven. And by the end of grade seven, I was five foot nine. How is the
0: shortest you remember? Well, because being? that's like because like, I remember is your memory you-
1: <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Goddamn alcoholic. I come by it honestly. <laughs> no, I just you know, when you're a kid of course you remember your whatever height, but that's the height that I remember being.
0: I remember I was like Two inches and then busted out to like four inches.
1: In year. And it was, uh, it's a good year. It's a good year. <laughs> Maxed out. Oh, hard too. Uh- <laughs> but no, I was I was in middle school i was taller than all of the boys yeah Mm -hmm. so was that did that make it awkward at the
0: school dances
1: oh yeah i never danced with anybody no no the best picture one of my favorite pictures and i want to find it and i'm gonna ask nancy our landlord for it it was at my friend jake's bar mitzvah and all the kids are are dancing Except for me. And I'm standing on the sidelines, just on the edge of the dance floor, in my little flat shoes. And all the other girls are wearing little tiny heels. And I'm just sitting there with my arms behind my back, just smiling out at everybody, slow dancing just on the dance floor. Dance. And just watching her. It's It's the most heartbreaking, yet hilarious <laughs> photo. And I saw it like a couple of years ago. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But that was the epitome of my... Junior high years. Just all
0: along. I didn't have junior high growing up. I had elementary school to grade eight and then high school, grade nine to 12.
1: Yeah, no, I did like kindergarten one place. Actually, I went to kindergarten at York and then did one to six, at a school called APS, an alternative primary school. Oh, well, where you get graded in rainbows and uniforms Yeah, pretty much, something like that. And then seven and eight and then high school mm. to
0: OAC. OAC. I didn't take OAC, but I was in high school for five years. <laughs> <laughs> I was not a good kid. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you're you in high school and uh, you re- start reconciling with pops? No, I was... Oh, wait, no. That's when you took off. Yeah. You're uh, out of university then? Yes. You have a stepmom, stepbrothers, and everyone just welcomes you back into the fold? Yeah. And it's all good? And how, how long until your stepmom got sick?
1: Oh, my God bunch of years later it was probably about she probably died about seven years ago good. so a good so 15 years two guess right now. no i'm not Are you not <laughs> <laughs> you look it <laughs> i was told today that i looked 30 well yeah, do in certain light i guess by dylan's wife oh yeah she was shocked when she found out how old i was turning 40 this year right eh? <laughs> yes excited no why not it's awful why is it awful i don't know because it's how good you look for a 40 year old well thank you it's insane (laughs) tits haven't sagged an inch no they haven't
0: (laughs) an inch would be a drastic sag they haven't sagged a quarter inch centimeter they haven't sagged a centimeter
1: thank you yeah
0: nice pert rack
1: hey good underwear
0: (laughs) good underwear eh? Mm -hmm. that's 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 what's holding up my balls right now (laughs) good underwear (laughs) not sagging at all uh and uh so when my stepmom gets sick Mm -hmm. that's when everything uh falls apart on that side of the
1: yeah that's when the shit hit the fan yeah yeah -hmm. uh, so now you have not had communication with your stepbrothers since this no and i don't plan to ever again so i see basically to tell your your listeners. Listener? Uh, right, sorry, to tell Tim. <laughs> yeah, my stepmother got cancer and uh, was on all sorts of drugs, and uh, my dad took such good care of her while she was very, very ill. And then my stepbrothers became pure evil and greedy and convinced her that my dad was just... I don't know, in it for her money, which she didn't have any of anyway. Um, Just her assets, I guess. And then um, basically got her under, when she was under duress and very sick, got her to write him out of the will, of her will. And they had been together in a very happy, loving marriage for 25 years.
0: Jesus.
1: And so she wrote him out of the will. When she passed away, he had to fight my brother's, for all of the stuff that he owned and was entitled to mm-hmm. including his house so it got it got real sticky
0: and how's uh how's your relationship with Raj after like when all this is going through Oh we were you great You got his back and you got uh, helping him fight the good
1: fight or I mean I didn't have to like do any court stuff but I mean I supported him through the whole thing we've we've been great for many years now but It was just, uh, yeah, it was really awful what they did to him. Mm -hmm. And where are those uh, those cocksuckers now, huh? Uh, One lives in Georgian Bay area. Georgian Bay, what's his name? Chris. Hey, Chris from Georgian Bay, fuck off. (laughs) And Shane, last I heard, lived in like, I think London, actually, or good Georgetown. Good for, good for Shane, buddy. you you got to live the rest of your life with the name Shane. So enjoy <laughs> that, you dickhead.
0: Yeah, I got yeah. your back, babe. I Thank got you. your back. That's going to get me late tonight. <laughs> <and I. laughs> uh, so when uh, you get out of university, what did you go to university for? What was the...
1: I took... It's not even a program anymore. That's how good it was. Uh, fine Arts Cultural Studies... Mm. Which was actually kind of cool because I got to do um, music and drama, like theater and visual arts, and I could take dance and design if I wanted to as well. But I didn't want to take those two things. University, eh? Yeah, and I did. Air education. I, I I got away doing uh, three years of university with mostly studio courses. <laughs> it was great. Uh, when do you get the acting bug? Oh, I've had it my whole life.
0: When do you actually start doing it? Though?
1: When I was about nineteen. Nineteen?
0: Mm-hmm. Go get your pretty headshots done.
1: Yeah, my first headshots are pretty terrible. <laughs> it's uh, too much makeup, and I—I I had my hand on my chin, like a Sears portrait i like it yeah pretty bad there's somewhere in our house but. well we we should put it up on the uh the andrew barr wall of fame yeah i don't know where it is well, what the fuck <laughs> well, that's why the other one's up there <laughs> you book anything very few things commercial here and there a tv show here and there couple of feature films but nothing uh, really substantial. So nice. You've already mentioned my episode of Blue Murder. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, I never saw Blue Murder
0: before, but I remember seeing those shitty commercials on Global.
1: Oh, it was Canadian cop drama. What do you expect? And on Global, too. Those yeah. guys don't know
0: what the fuck they're doing, man. Yeah. That it, looks like a college fucking TV station. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a fun episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Like oh, I-, I should say that. Well, this, this comes out after we get back from Montreal, which we're... Looking to be on global TV. Over there. Oh, that's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. no big deal. We're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, when's the, when's the comedy start?
1: Comedy started in 2005 when I started working at Second City. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. 2005. How old are you at this? Twenty-seven.
1: Yeah, about that.
0: And you're you're working at Second City. Mm-hmm. Bartender. A bartender. Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice. What do you, what do you, like, how do you, what's your start into comedy?
1: Just being around Second City people, I think, was really what did it. I hadn't, it was weird. It was once I started working there, I realized that I had been lacking it my whole life. And I kind of found my, my people. Mm-hmm. It really opened my eyes a lot to what I had been missing in my life. And I started uh, just hanging out with like-minded people. And uh, I started taking classes at the Second City. I did the uh, Second City Conservatory. I'm a conservatory graduate.
0: Oh, lovely!
1: And it just went from there. And then the people that you hang around with, you start doing shows. And I had a couple of sketch troops. Do you and, remember and, your
0: first show you did, like that, an, like an acting role, like your first live audience? No,
1: no, you don't remember
0: that? No. How do you not remember that?
1: I remember the first time I was on the Second City stage, but I don't think that was my first show.
0: I, I can, I remember, like, c- I can close my eyes and see the people in the crowd at my first show.
1: Well, I, I, I think it was because I was always doing stuff. Like, I, my, okay, my first show was when I was like eight years old and doing, theater probably. I went to drama camp forever. Drama camp.
0: I was always uh, starring in um, school productions mm-hmm. in elementary school. Um I chipped my tooth uh, during a sketch mm-hmm. um, where I was supposed to fall and I was I, I had a good fall. Smashed my tooth in half. Nice. Yeah. Still didn't do good on the sketch. But <laughs> it was a rough one.
1: See I was doing I did shows since I was very young like in because in primary school we did we did little productions that parents would come to mm-hmm. and then all through I guess high school I was doing all the school shows all the school plays I remember grade four
0: it was my first big laughs on stage ever mm-hmm. we were doing um, the 12 pains of Christmas and mine <laughs> it was just like the the 12 days of Christmas yes. but it was like singing what pissed you off about christmas oh okay and so everyone had their own like there was 12 of us
1: what bothered you
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and i was uh i was hangovers of course you are and um (laughs) and i remember the first like it got to me i think i was like third or fourth Mm -hmm. i don't know fourth maybe and i was just like i like brought a beer beer bottle from behind my back i was like hangovers and like the place and erupt. how old were you? This is grade four. It was an empty beer I okay. brought from my dad's. All right. Empties. <laughs> Labatt Blue. Little stubby? Yeah, I remember I had it in my desk um, for, because that's, I don't know. I was just like, I'll just keep it in my desk because it was a prop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember parent-teacher <laughs> interviews and... Uh, <laughs> My teacher told my parents. To that you had
1: beer yeah, like, your dad, You desk? should look in
0: his desk. And they, it was one of those old flip open yeah. desks. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, my, the teacher laughed. Yeah. He was like, ah, it's just for a play. But uh, funny enough, I think the next year, my dad went to the school and um, pretty much almost beat that teacher up and threatened him.
1: Huh. Yeah. All right.
0: This teacher, uh he roughed me up when I was in grade five. Seriously? Yeah. Oh god! Sort of like fucking shoved me against the wall and shit. He's probably still teaching, right? Yeah, 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 he is.
1: Yeah,
0: he's he's uh, he was like four foot eight. He was a tiny, tiny little Italian man. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he uh, he fucking pushed me around and like got really aggressive with me. And uh, the old man fucking
1: good for your dad went
0: in there and uh, that guy never never even looked at me. No,
1: probably that. not straight A's since then, right?
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad actually uh, he um, he beat up. His, uh, they called it in his day, they called it the opportunities teacher. I guess it's a guidance counselor now. Yeah. But um, this guy tried to fucking get fresh with my dad mm-hmm. in his little office mm-hmm. or whatever. My dad kicked the shit out of the guy and it was never reported. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can picture
1: your dad doing Yeah.
0: And then my dad got the nickname Oppo mm-hmm. because he beat up the opportunities teacher. And then the name just got passed on to my uncle somehow.
1: That's weird. And
0: people in Niagara still know my uncle as Oppo. Oppo. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Dad's beat up a couple teachers yeah. in his day. Yeah. I've seen my dad fight a few times, actually. <laughs> Hockey dad. Yes. I remember in lacrosse one time, this guy came and uh, picked a fight with my dad. My dad, I remember I was a little kid. My dad's like, buddy, I'm here with my kids. Mm-hmm. And the guy just like, started pushing my dad, and then my dad just fucking dummied him.
1: I Are are you telling all the dad stories because I don't have any to tell? Yeah, well, you
0: here you take my dad stories
1: (laughs) and make them my own. Go to work
0: tomorrow and tell uh, (laughs) tell Tony Crollo that one. Be like Tony, did I tell you about the time my dad beat a guy up at my lacrosse tournament?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tony will go, wow,
0: (laughs) wow, you played lacrosse. (laughs) Oh, funny, funny. Mm -hmm. Um, So then uh, you, you form. The great sketch troupe Shoeless. Yes. Well, no, you joined.
1: I joined. Shoeless was, uh, it started out of my my con class because these guys had all kind of gone up the ranks at Second City together, um, doing the levels together. And I never did levels. I just went right into conservatory. And so during their, their levels A through E, they had all gotten together and they'd do a few shows as Shoeless. And then once conservatory started, it got a bit more serious, and that's when I joined, because they were looking to expand. Yeah, I get some good gigs with that? Yeah, we got some great gigs.
0: You get to go to New York City and work for Google? We
1: got hired by Google to write a show, personalized show for Google head office. Was
0: the show a hit?
1: Yeah, it was great. It was one time only. Yeah. But uh, it was awesome. And then this is right when Google Plus... Had just kind of come on the scene. Oh, yeah, I got four friends on
0: there. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and we we were then kind of hired to do Google Plus Hangouts on a weekly basis. And so we would just have, I, I don't know, our, our webcams would shoot us just kind of hanging out together and I don't even remember what we would do. I guess like just talk and stuff like that, and then we'd have people write in it's and a webcam. You're supposed to finger yourself. Well, it was it was a different kind of a webcam. Okay, okay, but we uh, but we were hired to to be like kind of a, the the comedy group for Google Plus. But you know, Google, how long did that last? Oh, not long. Because how long did Google Plus stick around for? I think it's still there. Is it? It's not? still there, but does anyone it, use it?
0: No, no. The, uh, it was just a weird name
1: it was just a weird platform
0: yeah like if you're on a social media think of a different name yeah. like google plus yeah
1: like it, it
0: google friends <laughs> it's my google friend
1: yeah so that's what we did for a little while
0: it's a uh, hard uh, hard split in money nine ways oh
1: we wouldn't get
0: paid <laughs>
1: this is canadian comedy well what's this google gig do they f- pay for all I... your travel no they didn't even pay for our travel Jesus. Yeah. Sketch people will do anything for
0: free. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah. You put a put a, put some value on That's your work. What, I you. know,
1: but that, but the thing is, people don't pay for it. But we have been hired to do other things. Like most recently, we were <laughs> this is so awful. We were hired to write a pilot, and then uh, we started writing it, and then the guy at the at the company just fucked off he was just <laughs> like no i don't work for them anymore and we're like what about our pilot <laughs> so yeah but we did shoeless was great we went to we went to new york we went to chicago sketch fest, we did montreal sketch fest a bunch toronto sketch fest oh, yeah.
0: jfl toronto
1: we did do jfl toronto
0: uh, wait i love how that you call it just for laugh toronto because
1: that's what it was called back I then know, i know but you're <laughs> like i got a just for last credit I have two Just for Laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have two Just for Laughs credits. Did it back when it was just Just for Laughs Toronto.
0: (laughs) When do you start working for Sony?
1: Oh, boy. So, four, eight, about nine years ago.
0: Nine years? How long did you work there? Four years. Four years as a publicist? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that like? Got a... Hobnob with some celebs, did you? Oh, I sure did. Yeah, yeah. You got to. Yeah, you, know, you, you could have got to see how thick Ellen Thick was, eh? That was through the Comedy
1: Awards. Oh, that it was, was through the Comedy yeah, Awards. Yeah, that wasn't even through Sony. Okay, I know many celebrities. <laughs> uh, no, Sony was. Uh, the way I like to describe it is if you've ever seen what's that movie with the disgraced Kevin Spacey Shark. Oh, swimming with sharks! Swimming with sharks—it's exactly like that. Yeah. That or more currently, Devil Wears Prada. Never saw that one. Okay, but you saw swimming with sharks. Yeah,
0: I remember mostly the previews for it. Okay. Spacey yelling at that kid.
1: Yeah, it was a lot like that. Yeah. Uh, mostly, mostly on the on the LA side though. In Toronto, it wasn't as bad. But you,
0: you got to see a bit of the world with that, though.
1: I did. Paris.
0: Paris, France.
1: I went to Paris. What movie was that? That was for a little shitty movie called The Tourist, starring Johnny Depp.
0: Oh, and yeah. And Angelina
1: yeah. Jolie. Yeah, did you meet Johnny? In passing. Okay. okay. That's about all I'm gonna say about Johnny. He didn't try and fuck you like the rest of them no, did? No, he didn't. No, just Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba did, yeah. Oh,
0: motherfucker. If try I tried
1: if do. I ever see
0: that cocksucker.
1: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, there were a few of those. A few of those out there.
0: And Cuba was married at the time. He
1: was went
0: in for the big kiss. He did he kissed you, didn't he? He did. Did you kiss back? No.
1: Oh, very
0: inappropriate. Oh my! Oh my! Mm-hmm. How could you turned that guy down. <laughs> Fuck! I'd kiss Cuba Gooding Jr.
1: I've also kissed Danny DeVito.
0: Show me the money the whole time. Oh yeah, when you were uh, in the movie uh death to smoochie yes still haven't seen it is it any good
1: it's great it's great i love that movie but do you like it because you were in it i don't know i've only actually seen it once <laughs> <laughs> that was in theater
0: and who's on it? robin williams ed norton yep. danny devito yep you got any lines in that no just a just a big old extra it
1: was no it was featured background featured background but i was on it for three months i think Shit. It was, or it was a long time Every day. Every day. Is it, that pay good? Yeah. That pay was really good. Yeah. Because a lot of... And we did a lot of overtime, too. It was super fun. And I got to... One of the best nights ever. I was hired as a musician for it. I was in Smoochie's band. If anyone ever watches it, don't blink. You'll miss me. <laughs> um, but we were all hanging out in our dressing room. There was like six of us in the band and we were hanging Three out. Three months
0: and if you blink, you'll miss you. Yeah. No, that,
1: that's how good it was. No, I'm in there a little bit. But uh, we were hanging out in our dressing room and I think we were just kind of like playing or doing something, like playing our instruments and we were jamming a little bit. And Robin came in, Robin Williams came into our dressing room and just started. Whole four of your jokes. <laughs> 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 he just started, hey, that's good. like, what? <laughs> he started uh, just, like, freestyling, and it was awesome. It was one of the best things ever. That, that movie experience was so much fun, and I have nothing but love for Danny DeVito, because it was right around the time that I was starting off as an actor. You like short, little, fat guys, don't I you? I do. Uh, Isn't it nice? It's nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> but Danny was the director of that movie, and I was just getting into acting, and I he was such a sweet guy that at one point, right before we were shooting, I don't know, they were setting up or something. And I went up to him and I just said, hey, Danny, can I, can I talk to you for a second? And he's like, yeah, sure, sit down. And we sat and we sat for about half an hour and I asked him career advice. And he actually told me to move to L.A. and enroll at UCLA and in film studies uh, because if you wanted to be an actor to like get to know everything about film and whatever, but be in L.A. to do it, because I was asking him about a, a, a theater school in New York that I was applying to and he told me not to go there. So I didn't go there. But uh, but Danny gave me like a nice long chat. And at one point, his assistant came up to him and was like, Danny, we really got to start rolling. And he he gave him one of those like finger up, like, give me a minute and and just sat and chatted with me for like half an hour. He was the sweetest ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very mm-hmm. nice. I yeah. loved Throw Mama from the Train.
1: It's <laughs> a great movie. <laughs> it's probably my favorite
0: DeVito movie <laughs> and probably the only movie I actually like that Billy Crystal's in. City Slickers? No, I don't like Billy
1: Crystal, man. When Harry Met Sally? Yeah,
0: it was before my time.
1: Now, like is that a, before a, your time?
0: I was born in 1980. The movie came out in like 85.
1: I don't think so. It was mid 80s that movie came out. I think it was like late 80s. But regardless, yeah, I, it's, it's a great it's, movie. Yeah, but not for a kid. No, but as an adult, you never watched it? No, because I don't like Billy Crystal. That's Jim Kim's favorite movie.
0: Good for Jim fucking Kim.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll
0: get him in here. We'll talk all about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, Billy Crystal's always just bug the shit out of me. Hmm. Uh, whatever. Yeah. All right. What can you do, eh? Throw mm-hmm. mama from the train. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how do you fall into the Canadian Comedy Awards?
1: That was, again, through Second City. Harry Dupe had... Uh, P. <laughs> he's not dead.
0: It's career, though.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Harry and Danny Shahori are the two people that I credit with getting me into the King Comedy Awards because they were happening in London at the time, and Harry invited Danny and I to go down for the awards. And there was that's when Via Rail had the comedy train, and and everyone just piled on the train and got drunk and you know drank the train dry pretty much, mm-hmm. and uh, rolled into London, and so Danny and I were racing over to the train station and we got there just as the train was pulling out. Like it was the classic like train pulling out of the station. So we're like, Oh great. What do we do now? And uh, we ended up hitching a ride with Gary Rideout and this girl, Lisa and Kurt Smeaton and Paul Sneps. And these are all sketch guys, but uh, they <laughs> Gary and Danny had to sit in the back of the van.
0: Got a few, a few name, more name drops I've never heard of. It's all right. Maybe listeners. maybe
1: your listeners will know who they are. <laughs> Paul Sneps runs the Toronto Comedy Festival, and Kurt Smeaton is a writer. He never bucked me! And Kurt Smeaton is a writer on uh, Mr. D, among other shows. Smeaton. The Beaverton, I think, as well.
0: Did he have a brother named Craig Smeaton?
1: I don't know. But anyway, Danny and, and Gary had to sit in the trunk on the back of, like, 15 cases of Canadian on the way up to London. Anyhow, we get there. Harry kind of, uh, I think this is the first year, oh no, maybe it was the second year in London is the first time I, I met Boyd Banks. Oh, love Boyd, guest on the show. See, there's somebody, a name you know. Yeah, I love Boyd. Yeah. Boyd was on stage cooking soup. He was opening for Harry's... Uh, I love that bit. <laughs> Harry's um, State of the Industry Address. Which then I ended up producing later on as well.
0: How was the soup?
1: I don't know if we probably had had meat in it. It may have have had meat. meat. I just remember him with a big pot of soup. Where are we sitting
0: at with the Canadian Comedy Awards now? We're just going to forget nothing happened. No, no, no. Actually,
1: I had a little meeting about the Canadian Comedy Awards today.
0: Yeah, no,
1: we're coming back. They 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 just needed some time to breathe. But twenty
0: seventeen though, there's no winners.
1: No, we're going to put it all... That's what it's going to be. It's this gonna be is going to be for... Yes, for 20, 2017.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So hopefully uh, when this comes out, we'll be very close to opening submissions.
0: I'd love to submit. Good. Um, got the got the best show in the city. Doping my comedy every single Wednesday. Underground Comedy Club. You should come down, check it out sometime. You never support me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That was directly to me.
0: (laughs) Of course it was. (laughs) The plug was to you as well. (laughs) Why don't you care about what I... I'm kidding. Uh, For those of you who listen, Kira comes every week almost, and uh, she's actually a real genuine fan of comedy, and me, for some reason. Mm
1: -hmm. But yeah, so Harry Dupe was the one that got me kind of introduced to the Canadian Comedy Awards, and I just kind of weaseled my way in from there actually i got nominated to sit on the board of directors by my peers and that's how i got into it pretty much nice which in turn what got me into yuck yucks just a
0: comedy girl yes and you moved from there to yuck yucks yep you liking yuck yucks of course good 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 i think uh when uh whenever anyone talks about um the insanity that goes on in that head office nothing but good things to say to you and i don't know if they're just saying it to me because we're together but they always say at least gear (laughs) is (laughs) trying
1: that's nice yeah yeah yeah. i do try
0: not a lot of trying going on in that that's
1: not not true
0: Um, everyone tries everyone tries sure Mm -hmm. um and uh what's what's the future hold for you then what do you want to do with your life,
1: Kira? I've been asking myself that question forever. You want to go get a sailboat and just live on it? Yes. You know what? I ran into, here's another name I'm going to drop, Bruce Peary. Oh, how's he, Bruce doing? He's great. i he, never uh, heard of him. He is a Second City alumni. Oh, okay. He, uh, I ran into him on the street yesterday. He lives in one of those floating houses out at like, the Scarborough Bluffs.
0: And every, oh, yeah? every
1: morning he opens his eyes and he sees like the harbor and it's just beautiful. Is a dead body floating by? <laughs> you might. So, somebody Drake through in there? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet, but you know, he's only lived there a couple of months. I almost,
0: uh, like after my divorce, I was uh, I was really looking into buying a boat to live on in the Toronto Harbor.
1: I'd do that.
0: And it was going to be like, I think it's only like four grand a year. And but the shitty thing is, uh, like it's because you got to go use their public washroom,
1: yeah. That's why you get a floating house,
0: yeah. No, I wouldn't have who's got money for a fucking floating house, come mm-hmm. on, but yeah, I uh, I would have uh, been having a walk in my flip flops to the shower every day, <laughs> fucking middle of winter,
1: yeah, kind of like the boys in Tecumseh, you <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. had a couple of them on the show. <laughs> Few guests here on the old <laughs> potato files. Well, uh, what? um, I this is a fun little topic. Do you feel detached from your sketch friends now, or like you're? Do you, do you see? Do you feel like you've made a jump to the other side?
1: I do with, with
0: working at uh, Yuck yeah, yucks now. Being I do. In the stand up world.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I feel like I I I do feel detached from the sketch world because I don't see that very much anymore. But, yeah, I, I guess it changes. But I also feel like I'm because I came from there, I know both sides.
0: Yeah. You think they see us a fucking turncoat?
1: No, because sketch people don't think that way. It's just stand-ups that are oh, nasty. Oh, yeah, those
0: motherfucking sketch assholes, I'll tell you.
1: No, sketch <laughs> people are, are actually quite nice. Don't even nice. get me started
0: on improv, people. They're just as nice. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Well, I have something they'll never have, and it's a steady income from comedy.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's really, you know, what? It's really stupid and shitty the way that sketch and improv performers do not get paid. I don't understand why they don't. But I also well, like they got to put a value on themselves, you know. They do. Stop no, you doing absolutely it for you free. do. But the, nobody's hiring sketch performers. Like, it's put, a totally different put a, thing. Put on a show, you know. We
0: trust me. We would do that. What about Sunday Night Live at Comedy Bar? Does that have a following? Yes. It's always had a following. Like it's always, there's people always there. Yep.
1: Every, every week.
0: See, it's sketch and stand up are the same in as there's some awful fucking people doing it. Mm -hmm. And it's very, even in Toronto, like it's, you go to a, an open mic in Toronto, you'll see maybe one good comic and 10 people that just are wasting everyone's fucking time.
1: You
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just the fact you just. Once you move above it and you start something like Sunday Night Live and you get a steady following, then I don't—they got to be getting paid. They're taking the door, are they not? At
1: least I don't know how that works, but I would hope so. But here's the other thing: Saturday or Sunday Night Live has. I don't know, fifteen people in the cast. Oy. So this is the thing. Like, okay, when Shoeless was doing shows, we went out to Tilsonburg, Ontario, and oh, we. My back still aches when <laughs> I hear that word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and tom song. Don't give me that look. All right, <laughs> we sold out two shows in their big theater there. I don't remember how many people that is, but it's a good house. But then when you split the proceeds between nine people, mm-hmm. everyone walks out with hundred and twenty bucks, maybe. So, that's the difference. Like, you guys all bitch and complain about getting $400 for a show, and these sketch guys... Because we put
0: a value on our work. Yeah, I
1: know, but then these guys... We put a value on our work, but then if we get paid $400, first of all, everyone's like, this is amazing, but then you split it between everybody. Mm -hmm. So... You can't really make a living off being a sketch performer, a live sketch performer. You can if you're good, though. Not being a live <laughs> sketch performer. You can if you get hired as a writer or get like on a show like Baroness that does really well, but... Those guys worked their asses off, and they're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's you know there's six people. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm just Second saying City hires like gonna six you're going to get paid people. if you're good enough. Yeah. same with comedy. Six people like I- on the main stage at Second City, like that. That's what every sketch performer seems to try and go to. That's a, you know when I started sketch, that's what I want to do. I want to be on main stage, of course.
0: Do though, how are they, are they getting paid on Second City? Yes, main of stage? course they are. Like, yeah. can they? If you're on Second City main stage, is that your living? Yes. Yeah, like what do you? What would you say somebody's taking in a year there?
1: Oh, I don't know, but I think it's an equity house, so they get paid union, whatever yeah. that scale is. But it, it's not—you're not rolling in dough over here. No, you're, you just got to live. Yeah, living's good. But if you're on Second City main stage, that's all you can do because when you're going through the process of writing a new show, you're. What about doing do commercials and shit though? Right. If you yeah, if you book them, but it's like during process you don't do anything but process. You know, you're there during the day writing the show and then at night you do the show and there's never a break.
0: Like it just merges you, into one. Did you ever land a commercial with a speaking role? Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me your give me your sales pitch. What was it for?
1: It was for it was, do you remember the show The Swan? Yeah,
0: yeah, peop- the plastic, yeah, surgery, the plastic surgery
1: show. So this was a take on that. It was uh, it was a PSA. Were
0: you the before picture?
1: Uh, <laughs> I was. Oh! <laughs> no, I was. Um, I was the before and after because it was um, it was a tongue in cheek commercial. So they're basically saying, you know. You look good already. You don't need to do all this plastic surgery. But it was very, very funny. I have it at home. I'll show it to you. It it was basically, I I went to the doctor's office and and the doctor pointed out every single thing that he was going to do to my body, like under plastic surgery. Didn't touch those tits though. Oh, he touched all of it. What? I was was in my underwear through this commercial and he took a a Sharpie and drew on every inch of my body and he just said, we're going to tuck here, 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 here. It was really very funny. Oh, and then at the end, I was just like covered in bandages and gave the thumbs up. And then they cut to like the uh, the line because it was my me and my mother um, talking about me going through the process for this show. And uh, my line was, finally, I don't have to look like the person my mother gave birth to. Oh. And then the woman playing my mom shot. No, it wasn't Joanne. They didn't get your mom to play? No, it? but oh, you know what, what? the fuck? The woman that they did hire to play my mom looked exactly like my grandmother, which was very weird. But she shot me, like, the biggest death look. It was so perfect. It was very, very funny.
0: Nice. Yeah, nice. Like my only uh, acting, speaking role on TV was... Uh... I said, for the last couple of years, it's just getting worse. I just want my friend back. And then it was a whole.
1: I think you just said, I just want my friend back.
0: No, there was something. No, was... I think
1: your line got cut, bud. No, no, there
0: was two lines. And the second line was, I just want my friend back. Yeah. And then was... it was a whole, it was a commercial that was mocking intervention. And we were intervening on a guy who wore shorts in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. So, and I I ad-libbed that whole line. Wow. I was, uh, I just, the guy's like, do you want to just sit here and do a little rant? And I just went on a tangent and then they took that.
1: Improv. Improv'd it up. Huh, look at you. And then I
0: became a stand-up where you get paid. (laughs) Speaking of which, um, I think we have to go get paid to do stand-up comedy. Well, I do. You have to sit there and support me. Mm -hmm. Like my good manager slash publicist slash fiance. Slash roommate.
1: That's what I roommate.
0: That's what I do. I know you. You manage a hell of a career there, Thanks. kid.
1: Has it been an hour already? We,
0: yeah, we're, we're we're about an hour. We started around uh, about an hour ago. Wow. Is that is that okay?
1: Yeah, it's all right. You, you first... talked about you a lot. Well, <laughs> sorry, we're having a conversation here i know i guess it's just weird because i know all those stories and i had to kind of go oh yeah no i know those yeah we don't think i knew your fucking stories you man. didn't No, i
0: didn't i didn't really ever pay attention no to, i probably didn't even retain these i'm I, gonna listen to this podcast before
1: i think you should
0: and we're gonna i'm gonna really study what makes you you
1: well I, I don't know if you got into that but
0: yeah i don't i don't know if we did either we no. had fun though we talked comedy i, I had a great we talked, time we talked heartbreak Family Did, heartbreak. Oh,
1: okay. I wouldn't really even call it that.
0: No, you were like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I'll see you in 10 years, Dad. <laughs> um, well, this has been a lovely Valentine's Day treat for me. Yes, me as well. And now we're going to go to the um, to the underground. Um, and we're going to have just a romantic evening um, by candlelight in the garage. That's uh, mm-hmm. Hot boxed with marijuana smoke.
1: I love Isn't it. Is this what you always pictured? It's exactly how I pictured my life. Well, this is a
0: fun year because it's uh, your uh, oh, yeah. Valentine's Day, our, our anniversary, and your birthday all fall on a Wednesday uh, this year. Where we will be, we'll be preoccupied to care about your shit. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you can turn forty at the underground like a real person.
1: Oh, that'll right? be fun. I can't. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> I'll let you pick the lineup. It'll be fine. Be a bunch of hot black guys, because that's what you're into. Okay. Yes.
1: All right. God damn it!
0: I cannot live <laughs> up to that. Uh, but no, thank you for coming on. This thank has you been for. Fun. Him. Yes. It's uh, take your girl to work day. <laughs> and uh, no, you, uh, you, you, uh, you are a big part of this crazy comedy community in this city, and it's uh, good that we got got you down here for. I got a few more than five listeners, I think. Thank you. But um, you know, people like to know what you're up to. Maybe you're not on stage anymore, but you're still fucking wheeling and dealing and doing good shit. And that's why we love you. I don't know if they love you, but I know I love you. Oh,
1: no, thanks, babe.
0: Happy Valentine's Day, my love.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you for Day. coming.
0: Anything you want to plug? You want to plug your socials? Sure. Want to tell everyone how you got ripped off by a Dirty Couch on oh, Instagram. Oh,
1: yeah. They totally, yeah. Well, first of all, I was kind of Dirty Couch by secret, so now you just uh, told everybody. But Nobody listens. No, I know. Uh, yeah, no, it's somebody, I do a Dirty Couch Instagram account, and somebody else started doing it, and theirs isn't funny at all. They don't put any thought into it. They just name the couches, whereas I speak like the couch would be speaking when I post. And uh, somehow they got picked up on by, like, I don't know. The radio and the the Fucking now right magazine right? or something. And this this dirty couch account got like a bazillion followers, and I still have I think seventy.
0: Well, so. but you keep going at it, right? I do,
1: but that's not really my account. i can I'll, follow you on other things too. Yes, uh, all of my socials, I believe, are it's just Kira K y r a u g h.
0: It's a weird way to spell it.
1: Yeah. It is. Uh, That was how we spelled it in high school when, you know, you're trying to be diff. But it kind of looks neat because now it looks like Kira, like laugh. (laughs) So it kind of works.
0: All right. And then uh, yuckyucks.com if you want to send in a complaint.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just go to yuckyucks.com and just just start pounding on your keyboard. She'll get it eventually.
0: (laughs) She is the internet. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you for coming on, Um, guys, find Kira online, uh, and if you ever see her at the back of one of my shows, uh, just, you know, thank her for supporting my shitty, shitty career choice, (laughs) Um, and if you want to find me, uh, you can also find Kira at the back of... The underground comedy every Wednesday mm-hmm. for Dope and Mike Comedy truly is the best show in the city, eh, babe?
1: It really is. Yeah,
0: we do a we do a good good job down there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, come down check that out, and uh, you know, find me on the socials. It's uh, Jeff Paul Comedy on everything. Oh, and my new website is now live. Thanks to my beautiful publicist, Kira Williams jeffpaulcomedy.com check that out guys thanks for listening come back and see us real soon okay bye 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 Kira bye bye
1: never sleeps network
0: This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you are done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.